morning, good afternoon. Welcome to the No Mongo Podcast, a weekly show about all things skateboarding. And my name is Rick Beta. You can email the show, nomongopodcast at gmail.com, or you can hit me up on social media at Rick Beta. That's R-I-C-K-B-A-T-A. Let me know where you're tuning in from, you know, and all that good stuff. So let's get started. Quick question. Thrasher Magazine, issue number 491, June 2021. Have you gotten your hands on it yet? I guess two questions. Are you a subscriber? Well, I recently got the latest issue, finally. It took me a little while, I guess, because I saw everyone else getting it. But uh, I first thought, though, when I got it, I thought Uto lost half of his right arm. Those who have seen the cover know what I'm talking about. I mean, this is no joke. Because only because, like, when the post person delivered it, there was a tear right where Uto's arm was kind of sticking out. I was like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, I had seen the cover before, but I just didn't pay that close attention until, you know, mine arrived. But anyway, I was glad to hear that Uto is all good. I just wanted to start off with that. He's got both of his hands, both of his arms, win-win. But I do have to mention, that is a pretty amazing cover. Like, just the, the torque, the way he's twisting, the low angle, well done. Very good, very good cover. But speaking of being okay, did you read Ryan Maddox's I Shouldn't Be Alive ellipses subtitle Flash Flood at Death Ditch? That was something that it could easily like be made into a short film for Shudder or just any horror websites. I was sucked in and on edge the entire two-page story. It's only two pages. Lots of action, lots of drama. It was just freaking insane. If you haven't read it yet and have the mag, consider this your spoiler alert. Okay, And if you don't subscribe to the mag, you are going to see, well hear why you might want to consider so they also toss in a free t-shirt for new subscribers and no this is not a paid advertisement but thrasher my dms are always open just want to point that out right from the very first sentence i knew we were in for one hell of a ride and no pun intended at all on that last sentence and i quote i knew how dangerous ditches in albuquerque can be i'd seen them turn into raging rivers before end quote i'm looking at my palms right now okay i think i'm good i can finish this and that now this was at the point in the story when i had to decide is this something that i wanted to like experience at this particular moment and during my day was i stressed out already were things a lot of things going on was i willing to sacrifice breathing for a few minutes willing to increase my blood pressure a bit and it was good time so and i read on quote-unquote, I'd seen him turn into raging rivers before. That really, that that sentence right there is all i got to say. So on this particular day, it was 100 degrees outside. I mean, normally, you know, just here, 100 degrees means you probably won't be seeing any rain in the near future. At least that's my experience, at least what I've had here in San Jose. I guess in New Mexico it's different, like a different beast, whereas it can just bust out in thunder and rain at any given moment. A question mark, I guess. Is that how it is there? But normally, if it's 100 degree weather, you you think, I'm good. It's going to be hot. But I won't have to worry about thunder and rain, right? But as Ryan said, once you get into the pipe, the temperature instantly dropped, and it was more or less pitch black. (laughs) Record scratch. More or less pitch black. Go ahead and sign me up for less in this situation. 
I've never been to Albuquerque. Have I been? No. Yeah, I've been in New Mexico. haven't been to Albuquerque. But can someone let me know if that is an option there? More or less pitch black in ditches. Put me down for less, like I said. <laughs> well, that is if I ever even come close to one after this story. Like, I'm going to have to do some deep soul searching if I ever want to pursue, like, anything close to what this story experienced. So, in this more or less pitch black, quote-unquote, it's pretty obvious that flashlights or headlamps are required, if not both, for what is a two-mile hill bomb to get to your destination. Let me repeat. Two-mile hill bomb, flashlights, more or less pitch black. More often than not, it's black. Okay. Carrying on. But once the crew arrived at the spot, so Ryan, George, and Kevin, and the, you know the whole crew, like I said, they were setting up their lights when they heard what sounded like thunder. One person said, ah, it was just cars. And I would have been like, what do you mean, just cars? Huh? What, what, that, huh? Okay, explain, elaborate. Knowing me, like if I, even if I heard like a gopher fart like reverberating through the ditch, I'd probably start packing up my things. You know, I just picture like maybe this big, ball rolling towards me like indiana jones or something you know just out my brain would just start messing but it wasn't a gopher fart or just cars nope it was rain and not just sprinkles either moments later a trickle of water came running through ryan's feet the trickle then turned into a stream it made them have to kind of straddle it as they walked because the surface is so slick and i can't imagine what it's like at this point you know i, I was freaking out just reading it it must have been like so, so intense to actually experience this. It's an experience just reading this. It's another experience just telling you about it. Can you imagine having to straddle a stream of water two miles uphill while carrying your gear and trying not to have a panic attack? No, thanks. I'm good. Hard pass for me. So, however, things took a turn for the worse when a knee-high wave came crashing around the corner and knocked them all down on their asses. And as per the story, it wasn't just one wave. It was multiple ones that grew, like, grew in such a height that they couldn't even stand up if they attempted. Scary, scary stuff. Holy crap. It's, like I said, it's intense just recapping the story for you guys right now. And what happened next was a straight-up Jules and Vincent moment. They should be dead right now. I'm not going to go over too much more of the story, but let me just say what happened next is something out of like an action movie. I'm talking like up to 30 miles per hour speeds, potentially losing limbs if you're trying to, you know, latch on to, to the ladders that are you're, you're flying, you're basically surfing past, body surfing past, attempting to save your gear, all the while trying to keep each other alive. I can totally see this becoming a movie one day, though. Hollywood would, you know, could also stretch it into a, like a feature, kind of drag out the first act and, you know, all that. It could happen. Hell, you know what I'm thinking? Maybe I'll even be inspired one day to kind of do a, an, an inspired by spec and write a movie about it. Just my version, my spin on it. You know, who knows? We'll see. Go pick up a copy of the magazine and check it out. I didn't check to see if they had it on their website or not. But either way, this is a very intense read and very well time spent. I don't know how many minutes it took me to read it, but I was glued. 
Just be sure to get out a stack of post notes and just pull off one actually. Write on write the word breathe on one and have it right next to you as you read it because I'm pretty sure I held my breath the whole time. So crazy. So well done, Ryan. Woo! I'm sure that was very difficult, but therapeutic to write, but can't even imagine. Oh, and note to self, don't ever go into ditches in New Mexico. Yeah, I'm just going to just play it safe and just not go into any of them. But this one's definitely got me thinking. Has anyone out there tuning in right now have a similar story or even worse than Ryan's? I know I don't. In fact, as I think back, back over like my past three decades of on a board, I don't have anything that even comes close. Nothing. I'm just like, nothing's like, not even remotely close to this that I would want to share. Maybe something will pop into my head in the next few days as I'm starting to think about now. But no, there's there's just nothing. So, but yeah. So yeah, let me know your craziest or scariest skateboard stories. Maybe I'll share some of them or all of them or whatever next week. But I can't wait to hear what you guys got. Wow, that was insane. Water break. You know me. Water. Gotta hydrate. <clears throat> As you know, speaking of water, I'm thirsty. All right. That was a bad one. I know. So next up, I want to talk about a little bit about the SLS un Unsanctioned 2 event that went down at Volcom's Private Skate Park last week. This is the first one. Actually, the first one was only four months ago, but it's looking more like maybe this event is here to stay and we just might see another one this year. Who knows? Maybe at a different location. We will wait and see. I'm actually, I'm, I'm digging it. You know, I mean, I like watching contests and this is getting my fix. So did you happen to check it out? I, I know I have at least at least one of you. I'm holding one finger up right now. One of you guys and gals, one of you who happens to tune in the show, likes contests and such. You know, I mean, it's think about it. Anytime I get to see talent like Deshaun, Ashad, Mason, Louis, Milton, etc., all in the same building, I'm all for it. Contest or not, sign me up. Yes, please. And this event had such an amazing group of skaters, okay? And, and Andrew Cannon was on the mic alongside Nine Club's very own Chris Roberts. Let me just say this. We all know Andrew does this for a living. That's his gig. But Chris, Chris Roberts killed it. Killed it. He brought a nice balance and humor and, and knowledge to the event. So it felt right. It didn't feel forced. So great job, C-Rob. Crob. I wouldn't be mad at hearing his commenting again down the road. I'm just going to put that out there. I mean, his he's been putting in the work, and it shows, or I guess in this case, was heard. So well done. The judges for this contest were Paul Rodriguez, Tori Pudwell, and Kelly Hart. Each rider had two 45-second runs, which 45 seconds goes by like that, in addition to five best trick attempts. So needless to say, the, the leaderboard was, I mean, jumping all over the place you know guys were coming to the top the bottom they'd make and they'd miss you know back and forth so basically from run to run to trick to trick it was down to the wire Ishad Ware was able to stay on his board long enough to get the trophy and win the whole damn thing he pretty much solidified it with his win with that kickflip front crook down the handrail he just snatched that thing from Chris Johnson's hands like, give me that you know it's like well, he was more casual about it, of course. But I swear, a shot can do it all. And not only does he do it all, when he does it, he make it makes it look so effortless. 
I know I've talked about this before, and everyone talks about this. I just don't understand how any human can be that good at what they do. You know, it's insane. So well-deserved win, Ashad. Sure, there was a questionable double nine score for that switchback tail, but I think I think first place, the first place slot went to the right skater. So, and one could argue that any other skater doing that would have gotten scored uh, differently, but I get it for that attempt. I'm talking about that switchback tail. So you guys can let me know what you think about that. But I want to focus on the elephant in the room, the ginormous elephant that is. Ishad's Jet Crooked Grind Radio headphones. Did you see the size of those things? They were bigger than him. <laughs> and yes, that is my second pulp reference today. So an NMP record on that. But I guess he was bumping beats from an artist named Lucky. Never heard of the guy, but I did do a check. You know, I checked out his tracks on YouTube and I'm digging the vibe. So I'll have to give Lucky a few more spins, you know, as per the recommendation from the People's Champ, right? We got to listen to what Ashad's telling us, you guys. So, I mean, I'm sure Lucky's like, sweet, why did I get a bump in all these downloads all of a sudden? It's all thanks to Ashad. So, now back to the headphones. And let me preface this take by saying, if you've turned tuned in before, you know I'm a huge fan of Ashad's, right? You guys understand this? Can we agree on this? No? Okay. The man is so talented. And yes, I'm probably going to come off as like a get off my lawn guy right now, but I don't care. I just need to get this off my chest. I need I need closure. I've been thinking about it for like a week now. And see, I got to add more. So I'm all for whatever a shot can get, okay? I, I mean, I bet this was probably an endorsement deal with Bose or just something or Flow or whatever it is. The man is linked to Monster and Pacifico now. Pay the man. Pay the man, damn it. Well-deserved. Ishad, get that money. With that being said, I did not vibe. <laughs> I did not vibe him rocking those big over-the-ear headphones during the contest. Right now, you guys, there's a lot of people throwing something against walls like, what? What? How dare you? A few days ago, I posted on Twitter that I thought it looked silly. Knowing damn well I was going to get some potential heat for that take. Only because I know there are tons and tons of Ashad fans out there, and they feel that he can do no wrong, like ever. Whatever Ashad does, he gets a pass. Whatever Ashad says, he gets a pass. And for the most part, I can agree, but not in this situation. It just looked silly. That's the, the word I came up with at the time, and I ran with it. More specifically, though, during a contest. For warm-ups or even riding in the streets or the park or going to the library, going to the store, cruising in on in, you know, in one of your sweet rides, your Porsche, namely, Rashad, I'm all for it. You do you. Just not in a contest environment. And you know me, I kept thinking of crazy ideas like, what if because he was wearing those noise-canceling headphones, he wasn't able to hear the judges or the timer go off? Or any of the other skaters, for that matter. You know, they have someone rush out there and stop him in his tracks or tap him on his shoulder. You know, tap, tap, tap. Ashad, Ashad, time's up, dude. Your your run is over, man. Ashad would be just cruising around without a clue, getting in everyone's way. You got Krob yelling out, Could someone get Ashad's attention, please? The guy's all over the place. But if you think about it, though, it would be great, like, it would be a great advertisement for Bozo too on on how well noise canceling the noise canceling function works. 
that would help some move some product too if you think about it. <laughs> so I just had to get that out there. So let me clarify. I dig the look, and in fact, I agree with at here's a pro tip on Twitter in that Ashad did look pretty fly in that outfit. Actually, super duper fly. I wish I could rock something like that and look as cool as he did, but I can't. And that is my frustration that I have to deal with. That's on me. That's on me. So what are your thoughts? I am If I'm going to go off the response on Twitter, I'm going to assume that, and you know me, I hate assuming, right? 99.9% .9 of you are all for it and that I'm just crazy. And we should just let Ashad do whatever the hell he wants, wherever he wants. Maybe, just maybe, if he had rocked them like around his neck, I wouldn't even be talking about it today. If you think about it, who knows? So just consider this tough love. You know what I mean? That's what I that's that's how I see it. I'm not I'm not I'm not bashing the guy. It's just this one little thing happened to be during a contest. 45 second runs and best tricks. It's just it wasn't a good fit. Maybe around the neck, now that I think about it. That's good. So that's a good good option. But then again, he probably is the only skater on the planet that if all of a sudden he started pushing Mongo, we'd all just accept it. We wouldn't even say a word. Like, probably not even make eye contact and just follow suit, right? <laughs> Hell, I'd even have to change the name of this podcast. The All, the all Mongo Podcast? The Mongo Only Podcast? Welcome to the Mongo Only Podcast. He would have a nice Mongo push, though. Think about it. Come on. His manga push would be epic. Bill Danvorth would be throwing stuff like, damn it! But it could happen. It could happen. And well, probably not, but you can't you can't just deny. Like it's 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 a possibility. So can't wait to hear your thoughts. Are you, and this is specifically only to contest, you down with his look, rocking those headphones, even if it's part of an endorsement deal? Or are you like, nope? Maybe go down the route of Deshaun and have the AirPods and the little this cleaner look. It's not as it doesn't look as big. It, that's the whole thing. I was just it was so distracting. But anyway, can't wait to hear your thoughts. I will talk to you next Tuesday as usual. Thank you for your time. Subscribe, rate, and all that fun stuff that us podcasters tell us you tell you guys to do. Do all that good stuff because it it really does help the show. So I appreciate it in advance. I guess while I have the mic going. I might as well try out some new names for the show just in case. So if you're sticking around still, you're in for some bonus material here. Here we go. What about the Mongo podcast? The Mongo Weekly? The Mongo Club? Mostly Mongo? Mongo Tosis? I need Mongo. Mongo City. Talking Mongo. Hmm. The Mongo Projects podcast. Mongo in your ear. Mongo in the patch. Mongo pushing is hard. Hmm. The Mongo. Believe in Mongo. Mongo Party. Fancy Mongo podcast? The Monday Mongo? Mongo Button? Mongfulness? 
Love letters to Mongo pushers. Oh, mic drop. I don't want to drop the mic because I use it and I don't want to break it. As you can see, I am going to have a very, very difficult decision. And if you are still listening, which one should I use? And this is only if, only if, the Shad starts pushing Mongo. And we all have to accept it. Love you guys. Thank you.